Hey, humans. Before we dive into this one, uh, we're not going to have another episode for a couple weeks. Terilyn is currently vacationing in America. Uh, and when she gets back, we're going to have a little one with Joey, Terilyn, and I just talking about her trip and kind of the holiday season. Uh, last year, we did that kind of human holiday wish. I'd like to do it again this year. So start to think about what you'd like to say for that. And probably by the time we release that episode uh, that I just mentioned, we'll put out the call and the email address where everybody can send the things. So... Uh, right, let's dive into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Hoopon. My name is Blair Beveridge, and thank you for once again tuning in. On this week's show, we got a good friend of mine, somebody whose show that myself, Joey, and Terilyn have already done, um, and he's pretty much right in line with my own personal geeky passions. I am, of course, talking about the one and only Jeff Burns. Now, Jeff is the host of Super Geeked Up, a weekly uh live kind of interview show where he gets people from the digital world on sometimes you get some more famous actors from the sci-fi or fantasy genres and they, they they sit there and they play geeky games they do a little interview they promote their projects it's very similar to the the project i used to do uh the webisode watch uh but he just does it way better than i do uh jeff is one of the biggest geeks I know, and he just loves talking to people. Joey, Terrell, and I are all familiar with Jeff. We had a great time in this one, so let's just dive into it, shall we? Hoopod number 55 with the one and only Jeff Burns. Blair, just get with the program. I am with the program, man. We're, we're, we're This is what I'm using, by the way, so let's move. <laughs> I figured if I didn't open my mouth, you were going to do some weird thing and then i would be the one like what are you doing well i'm doing a weird thing that's what i do right you can do the weird things i'll do the stranger things oh look what i did there segue ah! no segue spoilers i know <laughs> no spoilers this, this is, is a spoiler free stranger things 2 podcast <laughs> this is already the uh, the most amazing podcast i've ever been a guest on <laughs> this, is, this is your first podcast isn't it jeff <laughs> no I... <laughs> no that's okay hey everybody welcome to the next two pod uh sorry took a bit of a break there october was crazy for all of us uh Tierlin did a show um joey had a bunch of personal projects on the go um i just needed a break <laughs> i got no other better lazy. things than that just lazy <laughs> lazy just just flat out lazy ass canadian that is who i was uh, well, on this you week's were show, sick for like two weeks, weren't you? I was sick for two weeks. I, I didn't want to say that. So. Yeah, it was enough. <sighs> Thank you for coming to my rescue, White Knight. I do appreciate that. Why wouldn't you? Okay, for, okay I, I don't mean to cut in again, but I'm going to cut in. Why wouldn't you just admit that you were sick? Like, like what's wrong with admitting that? Because Blair doesn't I forgot. get sick. I, you I, forgot, forgot you got sick. I'm 42. I forget things, okay? Just That's like, like a hell you of forgot two to. Weeks. Who are Sorry. you? What? Yeah, like I forgot to tell our guest to download the piece of software we needed him to use for this podcast. Our guest this week, guys, is the host of Super Geeked Up, amongst many other things. I will let him actually tell us about all your things, Jeff Burns. Welcome, Jeff. Hi, uh, thank you very much, guys, for, uh, for having me on. appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so I do, uh, well, I have a channel called Super Geeked Up. Uh, we do a few different shows there. Uh, our main show, Super Geeked Up Live, is a geeky chat and improv show. So you can kind of think of it as a whose line is that anywhere, but all geek themed. So we do a bunch of fun. <laughs> Sorry, just Tyrion is like, what are you doing? 
I'm trying to be really quiet. I mean, seriously, like this, this, this it's is a the, crinkly this, bag. This is the like, best. It's like the theaters. It, yeah, exactly. The, it's like when you're in the movies and you're trying really hard seen. not to have that um, <laughs> packet of chips. I told you we were more informal than yours. I can't. Wow, I can't believe I had you guys on my show. <laughs> <laughs> we played. No, so anyway, so, so Super Geeked Up is a live show we do. We talk all these different kind of zany, fun, geeky topics and play some fun improv games. Um, and we have a bunch of guests on like these guys Ron, this past season that we did. We had a lot of fun there. Uh, and uh, we do a show called DC Action Hour, where uh, if you're a fan of the CW DC shows like Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow, we talk about the new episodes every week. So we just uh, kicked off a new season that recently. And uh, we do a gaming show called Monday Night Mayhem. We play Dungeons and Dragons and other RPGs. So if you're into those kind of role-playing games, you can see us up the shenanigans there and have fun. And, and I started it all off before all that happened with a super series called Super Knocked Up, which is an action comedy uh, web series about a supervillain who gets pregnant by her superhero nemesis. Which we did a couple I seasons of that. Love that. Absolutely love the, the uh, premise of that. The fact that uh, you, have, you have your, anti your, your uh, nemesis and your superhero, and they're at each other, but they, all, they kind of still like each other. They kind of still need each other. It's like a, a relationship that's... Um, you, you can't understand unless you're one of those two characters, I guess. It's, it's the, for the few people I see take that sort of thing on. Uh, how, how did you, I, I, I mean, the concept of it, uh, where, where, did that, where did you come up with the concept for Super Knocked Up? Uh, well, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it. Um, it actually, uh, it came from a, a screenwriting course I was doing. It was called Screenwriting You. Uh, and I was doing this really intensive course, six months, where we uh, did assignments every single day. And uh, by the end of the course, we were supposed to have a new screenplay written. Uh, oh. So the Super Knocked Up concept actually came from the very beginning of that course where we were brainstorming concepts and trying to come up with these unique ideas and, you know, high, what they call high concept right. stories. Um, and uh, it was just me honestly playing around with probably like 50 different ideas and finally coming. That one just popped in my head one time. I was playing with a lot of superhero ideas because, as you know, Blair, I'm a big into all that stuff yeah. Yeah. since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was just playing, I was really trying to come up with what hasn't been done yet in the superhero genre. And that came to me and I was like, holy shit, I love that idea. Like, that's super fun. And I want to write that. I, I, I really love the concept. And uh, it's actually how I, I, uh, uh, I, I found you on your work online is, is I kept seeing the super knocked up thing. And I saw it and I go, oh, that's catchy. And I just, you know, every time I saw it, I show up, oh, that's catchy. Um, <laughs> And for some people who may know, I used to do a show called Webisode Watch, which is very similar to Super Geeked Up in a lot of ways. Uh, basically, I was interviewing people who did web content. We're going to get into web content in a bit. And, uh, you know, at, at, after a while, I, I ran into somebody and I was like, oh, you know, on this show we do this and this. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I've done this before. I'm like, you've done this before? Who else does this? He goes, oh, yeah, this guy named Jeff Burns It's at Super Geeked Up. So then I went over to your channel and I went, oh my God, he does what I do, but he's way better at it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, at that point in time, I was like, yeah, I got to be a fan of this guy. So I started, I caught up on the old ones and I just watched right through and I'm like, yep, I, I, I actually love what this guy does. And then I got a chance to meet you in San Diego a couple of years ago because of former guest Elias Thompson was doing some work for you at the convention. Yeah, yeah, we met at Comic-Con. That was awesome for the first time. Uh, what, a, what a great, what a better place to meet than that, right? Uh, uh, I'm finally coming. I get to come back this year, so I'm really excited. Sweet, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, it's the highlight of my year, pretty much every year. Th thank you. That's very kind of you to say, by the way, sir. I appreciate that, and uh, thank you for you've been obviously one of the biggest advocates and supporters, I think, of web series in general. So thank you for that. 
And yeah, this is something that both Jeff and I have a major passion for. Um, and I know my story, and I think we've kind of told it here in the past. Let, let's I'm sorry, Tyrlin, Tyrlin, come on. Tyrlin is, I'm going as slow as I could. It was the last one, I promise. As she started, I'm like, I'm like, I can hear it, and she's like, I'm doing really? it super, super, super slow. I'm trying to not. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna whip it out. It's done. Like a band aid. Right. Rip it off. It's done. Okay. Are you sure? You done? I, I promise. Can, we, can, can the you quick promise question. to our listeners? In fact, I, I was actually doing this. I was about to hold this up. Chill out, Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just a quick question though, right? It's super knocked up, and it is a fabulous idea. I love it. Does knocked up only mean that in America? Because knocked up here also means when you're feeling a little bit under the weather. So, like in the past, I've gone off ooh, a little bit knocked up, and Americans have gone, "Holy shit, are you pregnant?" Yep. And I'm like, "No, I just don't feel very well." <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a little bit pregnant. I'm not really pregnant, just a little bit. Yeah, know? just a little bit knocked yeah. up. <laughs> right. So I, re- I just it'll clear up in a week. <laughs> I really wanted to make a series just about uh, superheroes who are sick all the time and, and, and puking. <laughs> yeah, no, as far as I know, in America, it only means getting pregnant. Okay, so Canada, note to self, does. do not tell people I am feeling knocked off. Yeah, so <laughs> they'll look at Alex and give him high fives and shit. Actually, well, Tyrlin, is there any slang in Australia for getting pregnant that we wouldn't have over here? Up the duff. Oh. Yes! <laughs> I know, I know that one. That's also... <laughs> That's you know what? That's, thank you for saying that because that's a British one too. Actually, yeah, uh, we did this. I used to do uh, when Super Knocked Up was out. These crossovers with our web series, we like did a bunch of, and one with the Bloody Mary show. Uh, Darren is the guy. He's from England. We actually, <laughs> I wrote that as one of the lines. I wrote up the Duff actually, oh, instead man. of saying Super Knocked Up. Yeah, you broke me with that one, Tyrlin. I hadn't heard that one yet. As oh, the Duff told, is great. As we told that's you, awesome. Jeff, every episode, new phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so feel free to keep asking that question throughout the course of it because it'll break. Oh, I love it. I love Aussie slang. Every single time. Um, yeah, so Tierlin, you're 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 coming to America. I'm coming to America. Yes, uh, in like three days, which is super exciting. So Jeff, tell me where do you live so I can come and harass you? He's you're visiting <laughs> his state. I'll be kind, you're visiting his state. Oh wow. Can you come and just uh like unwrap and unbox things outside my door and make a lot of noise. <laughs> just said that like you'll think it's raccoons or something, but yeah, it's just me unwrapping a parcel at outside of your door. Actually, can you crinkle, crinkle. can you do the story you told me uh, on Super Geek Dump and ring my doorbell when I answer? There's a kangaroo like outside my door. <laughs> cos- a kangaroo just in cosplay. Punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah, but don't punch me in the face. Um, I'll just give you just a light slap here. We're fine. <laughs> all right, that's all right. I'm okay with that. Uh, to answer your question, I'm in upstate New York. You're probably going to New York City, I would imagine, though, right? Yes, only for a few days. We're going to go see like a Broadway show and stuff, which is super exciting. And uh, that's what the crinkle is because I'm unwrapping all my New York outfits because it's very hot here, and I've heard it could even be snowing when I go to New York. So, oh yes, right. Rug Jeez. up. You need the winter gear. <laughs> rug up. That's too rug. <laughs> rug up. We've not heard of rug up. That that's another connotation here. So. <laughs> Well, wait, what is... Well, she means, like, get rugged, I think, I, that, right? I, that makes No, she means to wear warm clothes. Yeah, yeah, you rug up. I actually don't know what you're referring to either, player, so... Uh, <laughs> then we'll keep that. I can guess. Never mind. I can yeah, guess. Yeah, you Forget can it. guess. You absolutely guess. I have a dirty-ass mind. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so, so, let's get... It's, uh, and by, Joey, do you have anything to add before I jump back in here? I do that too much. I am too talky. 
all I have to add is that you are the, one of the biggest perverts I know. And you love me for it, I know. Um, <laughs> no, I do it night. Oh my um, god. <laughs> no, I, I am pretty bad. I quit. Anyway. Um, okay, Jeff, where did your love for the digital, the, the kind of new media space come from? Uh, that's a good question. And I mean, I, before I ever did web series, I did a bunch of short films. Uh, I mean, I always had a love for storytelling, uh, even from as a kid, I would write, you know, like stories. Um, and <laughs> you guys are trying. She's a Carolyn. <laughs> she puts a beret on, guys. She put a beret wait, on. Oh, wait, wait, put it back on. I love berets. Can you put it back on? I missed <laughs> no, it. No, it was hideous. Yeah. And I was checking. No, you, you have, you to, have to do it. Video, with all, with went, all the noise you've been making, like... you have to put it back on. Yep. I no, I look like Madeline from that don't old care. Put it back on. cartoon. Put it, put it on. Hang put on. It on right now. I don't think I'm wearing it correctly. Hang on, hang don't on. Don't care. Put it back on. <laughs> I don't think this, this is how you wear a beret. <laughs> no, that's not right at all. It looks that's like a chef's correct. hat. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> you got to fold it down. You got to fold it down. Yeah. Oh, well, now there I you go. Now turn it around so the tags are at the back. No, isn't it both meant to be at the front? I think it's supposed to be the front, actually. Is it I think really? that part's I'm the right. idiot? Okay, I'll stop talking, man. Oh, God. Okay, That's I much don't think this is going to... Oh, Sorry, I wish on. Google do this a search a on how to wear it podcast, properly. Guys, we're sorry. Okay. I really wish the aunt you did a video because I really wish they could see it the way she originally wore it. I'll take a photo of all my different beret attempts. Actually, no, take a photo. Can you take a photo right now or you, you can't because of... I can take a screenshot. Hang on, hang on. Oh, hang on. We'll put this on the Instagram for for people since you run the Instagram. I can't. Hang on. <laughs> I can't work out how to use two fingers at the same time. Oh. Phrasing. Oh, God. I just <laughs> closed the whole conversation. See? <laughs> See, I was trying to be the nice one this time. No, whatever. Oh. You you trolled her. We'll admit it. I've got trolling everybody. I'm being an asshole on this podcast. I should be kicked out. I mean, all right, to answer your question. The yeah. ditch, the ditch. Stop being rude, Blair. Uh, you know, well, I mean, I, I've always really, uh, I love TV. I love episodic stuff. Uh, and I've gotten much more into TV than films, actually, as the years have gone by. Uh, so I think one reason I really love the idea of web series is that I could tell, you know, I could, I could do a series. I could, I could do it as episodic. And I could follow these characters over this journey, which is what I love about TV. Like, I think you can get way more engrossed in the characters and, and there's just much bigger arcs and, and journeys they go through, uh, which is great, obviously. And uh, and that was very appealing to be able to do that. And so that's what I loved about it. And and at the time, you know, this is a few, obviously several years ago when I first got the idea for Super Knocked Out. But, you know, I really obviously felt, uh, you know, that that's the way things were going in terms of the digital space. Um, and people watching now things didn't actually turn out exactly like things did not turn out in terms of independent web series the way I thought they might like I don't think that's been successful at all but but I it has happened where obviously every you know people are consuming content online and and that's going to be the way of the future obviously yeah I I was when when there's so many independent um web series new media whatever you want to call it out I was that, that was that was my favorite time on the internet I think uh, we had the guild, and we had everybody wanting to be the guild, and and every little piece of content that came up, every little Kickstarter that went off, every little, you know, really um, t- 
talented person who just hadn't had a chance to to put you know to, to show what they can do for a large audience was given that chance because of that space and and I loved it I absolutely loved it but you know the realities of the cost of these things you know kick in even when you're really good and really popular you do three years two years you know that's that's kind of the fact that Guild did six is mind-boggling um, it, it's 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 it was sad for me to see it go because I still want it to be there but until people can get paid to do this work, it's just not going to happen. And uh, you know, people recognize that there are people in this space that are working that you know they need to, uh, they they have to tap into those. But they've done that. They said, "Hey, come work for us. Do this our way, and we'll pay you." And you can't blame somebody for wanting to be able to pay their rent. So, um, yeah, no, I I'm, I'm right on board with you, and I, I kind of hold on, probably falsely that it'll come back but uh, um, as someone who was on a web series series myself I, I still love it I still miss it so well I do you know uh, just recently I do have an idea I, I may do another one because I really miss doing that kind of narrative content so maybe I'll have one thing to watch if I do something well that, that's <laughs> I love them like I know our buddy Elias has an idea that I'd love to see kind of come to full fruition and there are people with ideas out there my, the show I was on technically has a season two script uh, it's it all comes down to money, you know. I mean, there's only so many shows people can put on their personal credit cards. It's mm -hmm. it's not it's not cheap. <laughs> um, but, uh, let's get into some of your other geeky passions. You have many, so um, I do. Let's let's start. I was going to say you have mail. <laughs> what was that? I thought Blair was going to say you've got mail. <laughs> right, my passion <laughs> is AOL. Uh, and the mail. It's and the Ryan likes the mail. and Tom Hanks movies, um, where they pretend to be people they're not. Um, no, it's it's. It, I don't even. Joey, you broke me. I can't. Where was I? I no. You heard it here, it. folks. You heard it here first. Yeah, you got me. Um, geeky passions. That's geeky what we were passions. Yeah. So let, let's start. Let's start at the beginnings. One that we both share. Uh, let's do them both. Wars and Trek. Talk to me about how they became important in your life and what they mean today. Uh, yeah, wow. So, I mean, you're right. Star Wars is my favorite, you know, movie franchise of all time. Star Trek is my favorite TV series franchise. Uh, so they're both very important. Uh, I came to Star Wars first. I, um, so I don't, I was alive when the first one came out. I was two years old. So I was very young. We're the same um, age. High five. <laughs> yes. All right. Digital high five. And I think the, see, I don't. I can't recall exactly. I think Jedi was the first one I saw in theaters, though. Um, but I remember watching the a VHS for sure, uh, and <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you know, like obviously New Hope and Empire, and then Jedi. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's rare to find a movie. You know, obviously movies that you can watch and like how many the like TNT right or TBS or whatever. It's like every other weekend right. they're they're showing <laughs> those That's movies. True. But it's amazing like how many times I can watch it and never get sick of seeing those films. You know. Uh, and that's rare. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can't say anything about Star Wars. I think that hasn't been said a million times already by people probably more eloquent than I. But, you know, it just, it just the best, it's the most epic, I think, adventure. And just, and just, it's a great clash of good and evil. And it's a wonderful redemption story. That's why I love it the most, I think. Um, it's it's a, about a son redeeming his father. And, and, they, and that's how I, what I really key in on. And that's why I think it, it speaks to me. Hmm, that's uh, that's really deep, and I like that. 
Uh, how, how about Trek? Um, I'm going to relay my personal experience, and then you can rather you know refute it and bring in your own, or if they're similar, you can do that as well. I was never a fan of the original Star Trek. I found it just too campy for me. But when they came back with, and I want to say the next generation of Star Trek, but it's really Star Trek The Next Generation, um, once that level of Star Trek came back, that is when I became a big fan of Star Trek. Um, the old cast... Didn't really care. Fourth movie was okay because it made me laugh, but it was the next generation that brought me in. So, I'm somewhat similar to you. Uh, I I did like, actually, the original series. I, I watched, you know, like, the reruns when I was a kid. Um, and I enjoyed it. Uh, for me, I think the best thing that... The way that show... what The reason that show works is the camaraderie between Kirk, Spock, and Bones. I, I think that's really why that show works um, so well. Now, you know, watching it, like, obviously, it's there's a couple different channels they show it on now. And, you know, watching it now in retrospect, you know, I'm like, oh, there was a bunch of corny stuff about this show. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but it was important, I think. It was important because it did something no one else had done. It was important because of the social issues it addressed at the time that no one else was touching on TV um, and the way it did it. And, and so I have huge respect for the original series because of all that. Now, I will say Next Gen is, yes, that's... That's the one, like, uh, you know, when I was a teen watching it, I really got into it. I was like, oh, my God, this, this show is amazing. Um, and all those characters, you know, I got way more into them than the original. And then Deep Space Nine actually became my favorite of all time. Uh, but Next Gen and DS9 are so close to me. Like, those are the two that just, yeah, really, really made a huge impact in terms of the way they did their stories and characters. And still exploring those social issues that the original one did as well. How about you, Joey? You're you're a little younger than than us. Uh, how did both Trek and Wars kind of affect your how you grew up, or, or if it was just there amongst you while you were growing up? Well, I watched uh, Deep Space Nine. Wasn't really there oh. for Next Gen at the time. Okay. Um, though uh, my first real exposure to uh, Next Gen was uh, First Contact. And that was uh, given to me as a gift, uh, Christmas gift. That's but, the best um, movie they did. Good gift. I loved it. I still love it. Um, now, in terms of Star Wars, I remember that they were getting ready to come out in 1997 for the first time, digitally remastered it the way that they had been. Mm -hmm. So, something about it just like really got me interested, so I went and rented the originals. And then I saw the remasters, and it even blew me even more away. And some people, okay, some people didn't care for the added Jabba scene. I actually appreciated it because, I don't know, he just seemed like, because he's only there for so long in Return of the Jedi, it was nice to have another, you know, instance of him. And this is before the prequels were even, you know, mm -hmm. coming out or whatever. So it, it was nice to have him cemented somewhere else so his presence made better sense for me anyway, you know, because I wasn't there when they originally came out. Um but that's pretty much it in a nutshell, other than I do want to say that I just had um, the lovely opportunity uh, to work with uh, somebody who was actually on Deep Space Nine. Oh, shit, and who? And I'm going to butcher her real name, and I apologize, but uh, the actress is uh, Galen Gorge. Who'd she um, play? I'm going to have to pull up IMDb because I believe it was for one episode. But I know that um, she's interacting with, I think, the doctor on ship. Oh, Bashir. Yeah. 
Star Trek. Wow. I actually got to, uh, I was involved in uh, Northeast TrekCon last year, and actually we had, we had a bunch of DS9 people, so it was cool. I got to actually interview some of them, and like Nana Visitor, and uh, that was pretty fun. You play Major Kira, if you don't know who I'm talking about, folks. She's actually one of the characters I, I, I liked on that show. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to crap on something that you guys like. I I, <laughs> I, I didn't like the static nature of Deep Space Nine personally. I had nothing against the characters. I had nothing against the actors. I just didn't like the fact that they didn't go anywhere um, personally. That, that changes as they go on. But also, I actually think – I get – I've heard that a lot from people. I actually think that was its strength because I think Fair. that's how the characters became so amazing because they had to focus so much on them. There well, are so many like secondary and tertiary characters in that show that are so amazing, like it's ridiculous. Well, you, you have to have character development on that level when you don't have external things necessarily affecting plot on a week-to-week basis. So um, I know from an actor's standpoint, it had to be really delicious to chew into these characters that are that are very robust and very fully fleshed out because they had to be. That's that's kind of your you're here and you need to do that. Um, Jeff, yourself, have you done any acting? Uh, wait, before I ask that, I want to know, Tierlin, are you a Star Wars or Star Trek fan? <laughs> this is why I've been staying quiet. No, look, oh, I'm I, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> just no, no, pretend I, I didn't I ask don't that. I hate it, but I've never been really into it. Like, I've watched Star Wars, and it's good, but I haven't got that kind of passion the way I do for That's Lord okay. of the Rings, say. But Star Trek, I want to get into, uh, especially after watching the Orville, there's an episode that everyone raves over. They say it's the best Star Trek episode ever. It's the one with Patrick Stewart where he goes into like this box into another world and he's gone for like 70 years, but only half an hour has passed in real time. Yeah. Some, yeah. yeah. Whatever one that's called. And I've been hanging to see that one. So I think that will make me a Trekkie when I see it. Cause it seems like it's up my alley. It's just Sweet. next gen and total. Just, awesome. it, it's, it's, it's an undertaking, but it's a, it's a, it's a worthwhile rewatch uh, or watch yeah. in your case. I, I, it's, I absolutely love that show. Everybody has, uh, what I, well, you know, on our show, it's everybody has their own geeky things they love, which is great. So, and uh, by the way, I, if we can talk some later, since you mentioned the Orville, I would love to talk about the Orville. It's oh, we're getting to there. Don't you worry. But that is sorry. my favorite show on television right now. So, um, oh, you asked about acting. Okay, um, the only acting I've done is when I've been crew on other people's films, and someone doesn't show up, and I unfortunately get roped into playing some bit role because no one else is there. <laughs> So, uh, you, so you don't generally enjoy it no i not really it's just i'm not it, that's not where i'm not skilled at it i know i don't i'm not an actor uh i i i work with enough actors that i know when when someone is talented as an actor and that's not me um and uh i mean i don't know i also didn't think i'd be doing all this improv stuff uh that i do right. it super heat up either to be honest with you right. <laughs> but i do it so who knows but that's yeah. I mean, my you know my passion is really in the writing and then directing. Fair enough. Okay. Well, well, no point in keeping it teased. Uh, let's talk about the Orville, uh, Jeff. <laughs> we know where we both landed on this, and we'll get Tyrlin into this as well. Uh, wh- wh- where's your love for the Orville, or where do you stand with the Orville? I yeah, I fucking can I swear? Is that yeah. Right? Oh yeah, fucking are swear you your fucking head off. <laughs> All right, great. I fucking love the Orville. Uh, I I agree with you. It's my favorite. Uh, show on TV right now. Um, I so many things I love about it. I love it though because it's given me Star Trek, even though it's not a Star Trek show. What I'm not getting with Discovery, the actual Star Trek show, I am getting with the Orville. Um, and that's actually what a lot of people said. And you know what? I have to agree. 
Yeah, I mean, you know what? It's, it's interesting. I was, I've never been a fan of Seth MacFarlane's other stuff, but holy shit, man, he is just knocking it out of the park with this. It's I mean, obvious how much. I'm sorry. No, please finish it. I would say it's obvious how much he loves Star Trek and how mm. much he wants to pay homage to that, you know. Um, and he's doing it like you know, it just every, just from the very beginning of that show, like the very first shot and stuff like this, it felt like Star Trek. It was an optimistic, hopeful future, um, you know, like and just how many episodes already they've like these tackling these really like important issues of the day. Yeah. Like there was a social media one recently, yeah. the episode three, which I still think is their best about which is called about a girl. And, uh, you know, about Bordis having the, uh, the baby. Uh, just like, that's powerful stuff, man. And it's done really well. And it's stuff that makes you think and, and think about both sides of the issue and have discussions about it. Mm-hmm. That is awesome, smart TV that, I don't know, like we don't get a lot. And I think what Star Trek at its best has always done. Yeah, I mean, the elevator pitch I always give for people about the Orville is like, yes, Seth MacFarlane, it's his show. Yes, there are there is humor involved, but if you think Seth is standing up front of there doing Peter Griffin jokes, you're kidding yourself. He's probably the character who takes the show the most serious on, on yeah. the whole show. Like he does, no, he understands that people were going to come into here and say, "Oh, I don't want to hear him just talking about fart jokes over and over <laughs> again." Um, and and he, and he, you know, he'll say the odd one or two lines per episode of humor, but most he plays it pretty straight and he plays it really, really well very stoic captain you're right like you could tell he has a passion and a love for this genre so much so that he's not going to crap on it he's not going to screw around with it is he going to have humor with other characters absolutely and yeah they they take on the big social things of today you mentioned and they do not back down there is you know there i don't want to get into specific plots because i don't want to ruin things but yeah major rip from today's storyline issues that they deal with absolutely great and what have you thought about it tarot well, see, when I first uh, heard about it, I thought it would be more of that parody and comedy genre. So when I started watching, I went, oh, this is very Star Trek-like. And at first I was like, I don't think it's going to be for me because I was like, where's the humor? There were a few one-liners, as you said. So I actually stopped watching for a little bit. Then I thought, no, I'm going to give it another go because all of my favorite shows, I don't like at first. It's just, it's just how I work. It's really bizarre. So I went, you know what? If I didn't like it, I probably will. So I gave it another go and I started again at episode, I think it was five. And I just fell in love with it. That was one, I think, was it Charlize Theron uh, guest starred in it? Mm-hmm. Was that her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, that episode. Priya. And then when I realized how excellent and how um, it, it was quite, you know, heartbreaking as well. They, As you said, they touched on all these subjects. So I went, okay, this is good. So I went back. I rewatched all those episodes again. And um, I think it's a very clever take as it is an homage to Star Trek, but putting a modern spin on it. So that way there is that sort of cheeky sense of humor that I think people would have if they were flying around in space 400 years in the future. <laughs> How about you, Joey? You've, you've watched both Discovery and, and The Orville? Yeah, I'm pretending I'd never uh, watched Discovery. <laughs> uh, Me too. <laughs> Uh, I've only watched the first episode of Orville. I've just been extremely busy. <laughs> uh, but from what I've been able to watch, I do know that it's something that I want to continue to explore. Um, and I also have the info that I was talking about earlier because I also wanted to mention that I just uh, got finished working on something for Ronnie Cox, who is in The Next Generation as uh, Captain uh, Edward Jellico. Oh, yeah. Yep. Jellico, yep. And I was correct on pronouncing her name. It is Gallon, Gallon Gorge. 
Uh, she was in Deep Space Nine, season four, episode The Visitor. Oh my god! I know exactly. That's my favorite episode of all time of any TV series ever. And she was also in Voyager third season episode Warlord, for which she filmed her scenes between Friday, August 30th, 1996, and September 9th on three different stages, as it says here. Um, I know yeah. exactly who she is. She's the, she's the main, one of the main characters in The Visitor. She's a, she was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, the, the convention that uh, her, Ronnie Cox, and uh, Ray Wise are supposed to be attending in Chicago uh, in just under two weeks from now is kind of like a mini RoboCop reunion, in a, in a sense. She was in number two. The other two were in uh, the first one. So Nice. Yep, fun, fun, fun stuff. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Jeff, what other passions outside of space and media do you, do you have um the dc universe is one i think that or the maybe the Arrowverse is a little bit more specific something that's pretty near dear to your heart yeah i mean you know i well comics in general when i was a kid but uh more recently yeah I'll, you know like the Arrowverse, all those dc shows uh so uh you know arrow flash supergirl um though those three uh for sure i mean uh, i don't really enjoy lightning so much but <laughs> Uh, if my sister-in-law works on Legends, I watch it begrudgingly. <laughs> I, like well, Ar- la- I like Arthur Darville when he's there. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> last last week's though was amazing, actually. That was it awesome. was. It actually was. But yeah, you know, this, I don't know, it's cool, obviously, to see, like, when, you know, when I was growing up, there was a lot of syndicated sci-fi, which I loved, and fantasy. Um, you know, Hercules, Xena, and then Andromeda, and all those other stuff, and, and Babylon 5. Uh but we didn't really have superhero shows. I mean, there was the 90s, The Flash, but only lasted one season, you know. Uh, so it's nice. It's kind of nice to see these really well-done superhero shows that are doing well now. Um, and that uh, and they're taken seriously. And, yeah, so and, and I, I really dig them. And uh, they're, doing, they're doing really well. And Supergirl, which I think has actually been a little iffy, is off to an amazing start this season, I feel. Oh, it's super strong. I- it's the one I haven't cut up on. I need to do that because yeah, I don't have that, the channel. They moved her to a different channel now, so I don't have that channel. Uh, well, you can. Do you? Uh, can you guys uh, ask us to CW online? That's where I watch it. Usually. Well, in Canada. Yeah. No, well, you don't have to see. It's G. Oh. Okay. Wait. So uh, they took Supergirl off of CTV. What? Yep. It, so that's weird. They're not all on the same channel in Canada like they are over here. No, basically they they put DC Legends, Flash, and Arrow all on on what you would consider standard television, but uh, but Supergirl went to the CW, which is I know where they all technically are, um, but the, no one picked up Supergirl. They had her for the first season, they lost her in the second season and and the third as well. So I'm trying to figure other means to watch it, and um, I'm trying oh, to be a good boy. Oh, you funny guys. Canadians! I'm trying to be a good boy. <laughs> no, that's that is good. I very appreciate that. Yes, you're doing it legally. But um, well. But when you, you know, do see it, 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 I think you're going to, this season is amazing. I think you're going to enjoy it. Because right. they had to, they actually were combining both stations into one. And then it was extremely weird because uh, before season two episode, uh, yeah, season four episode two of Charmed, <laughs> it was still on UPN. And at the time, WWF, as it used to be known, SmackDown was on Thursday night, so wrestling would be first, and then I'd be racing to switch out the tape so I could record the you know the Charmed episode, and I'd be like, oh my god, please let there be a, a freaking commercial or something, just so I wouldn't lose part of the episode. And then they finally got their own thing, and I was like, thank god. 
because then I was they moved it to Sunday, and then I didn't have to do the whole word. It was it was so messed up. I'm like, I'm like why? <laughs> I'm gonna use a nice little transition here. Um, we we have something very similar here with with Doctor Who. Doctor Who obviously plays on the BBC in England, and we have a channel here called Space, which is a sci-fi channel that picks up random things. And they actually get Doctor Who, but they play it late at night on the same day. And my transition is today the look for the. 13th Doctor has been released, Jodie Whittaker's Doctor. Um, has, has everybody seen it? Yes? No? It is no. very Robin Williams. It is <laughs> very Mork from Ork. Um, if you guys want to bring it up on your, your devices, if you want to get a visual on it, I probably should have, again, prepped. I'm a bad prepper, guys. Um, but this this was released today. A lot of people are saying it's very Mork from Ork um, looking. I don't care frankly <laughs> she could oh i don't care either i'm just yeah. saying that's that's what i see right as, 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 sorry i just looked at it yeah it's, it's you can't <laughs> unsee it now and like, the only other thing is like urkelish maybe but uh, yeah with the suspenders and they're so high it, it's it, you know and, and it's funny because it's the top three things in seeing is you know more from work urkel or do those pants have pockets <laughs> because it's the doctor um how are you? Are you guys Doctor Who fans? How are you thinking of this character starting on Christmas Day? Oh, I was waiting for them to go. Oh, so, me? Yeah. Me. Go ahead, um, Nick. Go I, ahead. I, I'm not... Oh, she's, she just stole the soap. I, no, yeah. I was just looking. I like the Who's from the Grinch. But, um, and again, wow. Doctor Who is like another one I've never gotten into. But, again, I should because I was playing Lego <laughs> Dimensions. And I was freaking terrified of those angels that chase you when you blink. And oh, like then yes. I went, this is so twisted, and I should love Doctor Who. So I've been sort of going, well, maybe over the Christmas break, I'll get into that as well. But um, all right, so here, here's I'll I give start? you one thing, and it ties into what you're talking about. There's one episode called, it's rather called Blink or Don't Blink. I can't never remember. Watch that episode if you like it. Yes. Watch, watch them all. If you don't, don't bother. Okay, I'll, because I'll be, I also be get very freaked out by that thing that goes exterminate. Because my uncle used to chase me Alex. around saying that, and it was terrifying. all right joey what's what's your take on the new doctor i'm excited to see what they do but for me to get there i need to catch up um after series eight which is you know from three years ago um i just i I fell out of it because I, i got extremely busy and then instead of them starting in the spring like they normally would do um, I think what happened was they didn't want to fight with Game of Thrones, even though it would have been on different days or something. I don't. Sometimes Hollywood's stupid, and everybody wow. knows it. It's not Hollywood. Um, but <laughs> it's British. <television. laughs> at least, at least in the in the American sense, Hollywood can be really stupid. And I and, I, yes. and keyword I said can be. Um, but then they started off in the fall and I had other shows that were on in the fall and I'm like, uh, no, I can't pen you in. So, uh, we'll pen you in when I can. (laughs) Um, that's the only reason why I haven't kept up with it. And then, you know, I've been, I've been really, really busy lately. So again, I haven't really been able to keep up. Uh, as a matter of fact, TNT, the only reason to watch the channel, they're getting rid of the show, major crimes. So I'm like, son of a bitch, maybe I'll start watching it now because you know, when they're gone, (sighs) <sighs> but you, Jeff, do you do the Doctor Who thing? Um, no, nah, I never really. Well, that's not true. When I was a kid, I remember watching Doctor Who and digging uh, it. I think it was the fourth Doctor, yeah, Baker, at the time. 
Um, and then, and then I fell out of it for a long time. And then every, you know, I go to all these cons, right? And everybody loves Doctor Who, which is great. And people will keep telling me, Jeff, you gotta watch Doctor Who. You gotta watch it. Um, so on two separate occasions, I've tried uh, starting with the ninth, go back to the ninth Doctor when they kind of like restarted, right? Yep. Um, Eccleston, and and I just like I just couldn't really get into it. I was like, it's kind of weird. Uh, I mean, well, that's kind of the show, right? The show is very quirky Absolutely. and different. And I'm not saying weird like the, to, to criticize it. Just that's the the vibe of the show. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just had a, I just couldn't really get into it. Um, and I have tried though, folks. Uh, I do like that there's a female doctor. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That they're doing that. Um, I want to actually. Is there going to be a male companion then? Yes, I think there's like a three or four companions. Um, there's an older male, I think, and and I don't remember. Frankly, I, I don't quite remember it, but there's there's another shot of her with her companions that that was released today. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Um, but uh, no, I'm I'm really excited for the new Doctor. Uh, I, I like yourself. I walked. I watched um, four for a long time when I was a kid. It, it was one of those things that was weird for me because, <clears throat> like, I I was you know my dad took me to Star Wars when I was two years old. I was terrified. I hid under my seat. Told the story a hundred <laughs> times, but I did go. But by the time Empire came out, it was my world. And then Dad's like, "Well, you know, you like Star Wars. Let's try. Let's watch this Doctor Who thing." And he t- and he would turn it on, and and I'm just like, Industrial Light and Magic just set the bar way up here, and Doctor Who has always been about here, and kids don't understand that. They don't understand. You can't suspend belief when when you've seen this as the very first thing you've ever seen. Um, so it took me a while to actually get into it or want to watch it, but um, when I did, I got into Baker. I liked Baker. Uh, and I watched it until Baker died, or the you know the actor left. Not the he didn't die; he's still alive right. currently. But when the actor died and they trans, or <laughs> the oh my god, when the fourth Doctor died and they brought regenerated. In the, thank you. Oh my words. Um, Friggin' a man. And I'm the guy who watched the show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when the fourth doctor regenerates into the fifth doctor and the fifth doctor looks like some polo club guy, I lost interest like that. So like it's I, classic who for me, I'm not a fan of. I try, even I went back to try to watch it. It is so dated and a lot of the doctors very sexist. I, I'll, I'll say it very sexist. Even Tom Baker, the guy I liked quite mean to Sarah Jane Smith. So, um, but when I went back, I, I, I started watching when Smith was about to become the doctor, that in terms of real time, but I started back on Eccleston. Gotcha. I fell in love with uh, Rose Tyler, and that is what drew me through the first season, I'll be frank. I thought Eccleston was okay, and when, once you get into it, you can, you can appreciate what he's doing. Uh, the 10th the Doctor, Tenet, as an actor and as a doctor, is by far one of my favorite actors and, and my favorite doctor. Um, and I absolutely loved um, his four years there. Um, I, I don't generally like doctors in their first year, though. And it's funny because I didn't like Eccleston till near the end of his run, and I didn't like Tennant till about halfway through his first year. And I really didn't like Smith until a second, and I didn't like or second or third, and I didn't like uh, Capaldi until this last series. Uh, of course, I think they all just take a while to get into it. I think we talked about this in a previous episode, but um, it, it's. I, I hope people don't run away from Jodie Whittaker if it takes her a while to get into the Doctor's character. That's that's what my fear is, is that people are just going to quick judge her, 
and you know say, oh, it's a woman and I'm not gonna watch this crap. Like, I can sit here and honestly say that every single doctor I felt that way for, for at least half a season because they're trying to figure out what they're doing. So I hope people mm -hmm. do give Jodie a fair shot and, and you know let, give her some time, let her grow into the character uh, because I think she's gonna do a great job. She's obviously an incredible actress and uh, I'm looking I don't envy her though. <laughs> oh god no this is this this is huge this is absolutely huge joey um okay so without spoiling anything for tyrolin the thing i'll tell you right now what would make me jump back on the bandwagon right now and that is if somehow the character cassandra was to come back oh. on for an episode oh, yes. i she is a character she didn't have that many appearances but i tell you right now she was like she was like like the tip of the iceberg of Missy for me. It was kind of just like, oh, I love to hate you. Oh, I love to hate you. She she was a racist that I just loved <laughs> based on her own kind. I was just like, I love you. <laughs> Which, by the way, Tierlin, if you decide to watch the series, she appears in the second episode of the Eccleston season, uh, season one, 2005. Okay. So, I'm going to forget all that, go. so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, litmus test across the board. Everybody watch. Blink, don't blink. I can't remember the name. If you don't like the show, just move on. Uh, Joey. Hi. Are you ready? Um, perhaps. <laughs> okay, Jeff, I'm leaving you in Joey's capable hands. He's going to do some questions, and you need to do some answers. Joey, take it away. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, so this is Rapid Fire, where uh, throughout the conversation, I write down a number of questions, and then I uh, repeat them back to you, and you answer them to the best of your ability. So are you ready, sir? Oh, I'm ready. All right, question number one. If you had the proper funding, and everyone was able to be paid, would you do more Super Geeked Up, or would you pursue a new project? Uh, do you mean Super Knocked Up? Sorry, that's I, what I meant. <laughs> Okay. That's what I, that's what I meant. Sorry, I was on super geeked up. Everybody, stay now. It's on an episode. Uh, I was I wasn't knocked up, but I was definitely geeked up for sure. I think he was just angling to get paid for that episode, perhaps. I know. I'm I'm, I'm still waiting for my sad card. I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, uh, when I could, when I if, so if everybody. Was could be paid, and I had the funding. Would I do more super knocked up? Right, or yeah. something new? Ah, uh, oh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, and yes. <laughs> I mean, I I do really want to do something new, but I also I get there's so many people who ask me about where's the next season of Super Knocked Up, even to this day. Um, so it would be nice to finish the story that I had written because I had written a complete story. Uh, for a couple more seasons so yes it would be nice to actually pay everyone and, and do it on a even higher level than we had and and, the f and get those fans to, like the completion of that story for sure nice um if you were alive in the current storyline of star wars what or who would you be that isn't already uh explored canon oh wow that's that's a, that's a good one I know, too. I got real meta with that shit, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're talking about in episode 7, 8 timeline, that stuff, right? Is what right. You're saying? Well, now there's 10, 11, and 12. I didn't even get into that. What? They announced they're doing a new trilogy after oh, the trilogy. Oh, good lord. Yeah. All right. Anyway, anyway. continue on. <laughs> yes. 
What what would I be? That's not so like a new character. You're saying like not already that's not canon. It could be a new character, or it could be a character that's only ever been mentioned, but we've never seen in any form of like you know either on TV, film, book, graphic novel, anything. And it's who I would want to be. Yeah, that you'd like to you know pursue on screen. Okay, wait. So can I choose someone who is in like the books that's not canon anymore? That's not considered canon. Why not? All right. So I. Uh, I, I actually consider that stuff still canon, uh, but uh, I love Timothy Zahn's uh, Star Wars books. He was the first one who wrote, he wrote Heir to the Empire trilogy with Thrawn and everything. Um, I, <laughs> I'm trying to decide. I kind of, I think I want to be Talon Card, who was this uh, really mm. smart, awesome smuggler yep. in that. And also because that means I would be hanging out with Mara Jade all the time. And Mara Jade is the best literary character in star wars that's ever been created as far as i'm concerned we've had this discussion i know just just be quiet <laughs> it's, it's your show i'll be quiet and people agree as you said people agree with me usually on this issue yes <laughs> but come on you like talent cards though right talent cards oh, the go. bomb talent card yeah. was a great character not was is moving fair, on fair fair, fair. <laughs> but that they could and they could work him in they can too if they wanted to mm-hmm. they definitely could i think mary jade's the next one they'll bring in to be honest you think they're going to i think they will yeah she's too good of a character not to i i will admit it that or at least hint to the character at some point and then actually come out with after episode eight so in episode nine that's what i'm that's how i would do it because it would it would just create buzz and get the entire you know Star Wars community up in a freaking uproar. The thing is, I don't well, maybe nobody. I don't, I don't think people want to see really an old Mara Jade. They want to see Mara Jade the way she was in the, the books. Emperor's hand, yeah, I, I th- yeah. So I they would have to just mess up the rebels. Yeah, they might do it like with Thrawn. They might put her in rebels. Yeah. All right. Third and final question: What is a show that you would like to pursue on YouTube Live? that you haven't seen others do already? Oh, man, you do ask tough questions. You're good. Um, I ask the fluff, he hits the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite color? You come to jelly, what's your blood type? <laughs> <laughs> that may be the best promo for oh, the wait. show I've ever heard. <laughs> we had a show that people haven't already done, huh? It's a live show that... Jesus Christ. That that's know, an man. incredibly tough question because I think yeah. See, if, I, he, if he had an idea he might be doing it. So <laughs> See the first the first thing I was going to say is like as soon as the Orville came out I wanted to do an Orville show but there's Orville obviously there's an Orville podcast out there already. Um, I'll, I'll help you out here because I mean obviously people playing role playing games is a big deal and friends of ours uh, a lot of people actually that have done this show have gotten they're currently doing an RPG in the Zelda universe, they're they're using an open kind of system and adapting it to the to the Zelda universe and doing it. Would you maybe do an RPG in the Orville universe where you can kind of invent your own kind of deal? It's so early on that you would have so much to play with. Oh, thank you. That is a great help, Blair. Uh, yeah, that would be actually. You're right. That would be a lot of fun. There, there's no. I'm sure there, there's obviously no game for it right now. RPG for it, um, and it is very early. So there's a lot of stuff that not canon obviously there's only a little bit of stuff that they've established that'd be fun i'd be down with that that was a tough one joy i'll be honest <laughs> thank you thank you, for, thank you for the assist yeah. uh Darylid, let's let's play some games
Alrighty, a very Ooh, games. quick game to finish us off. Are you ready? Are you ready, Jeff? Okay, so the way we're going to play this <laughs> is I'm going to give you a description and uh, a cryptic clue, which is like initials, and then you have to guess guess what band or artist it is. So if I say Exploding oh, no. Kitten music, music and the initials game. are AK, then it's Atomic Kitten because it's an exploding pet, if that makes sense. So it's a cryptic clue, the initials of the band or music artist? Yes. Yeah. All right, Blair already knows I'm going to fail this game because I'm terrible at music. Don't worry. <laughs> I, we all fail this game. We are horrible at it. But yeah. I like. <laughs> they are yeah, older bands, though. So. Like a Tommy Kitten, I would not have got oh, not no. have. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to guess these ones, to be honest. Um, all right. Oh, great. <laughs> well, if you can't guess them, Tyrone, you need to skip them. God. Yeah, but I'm Wait, bad at puzzles. If you can't figure it out, then you Wait. have to skip that one. Dude, you Blair, know, no, Blair I can't get any of them. You'll can you guys help? Are you allowed to help? Oh, no, we'll help you. We will help you to the most okay. of our abilities. It's a team effort. All righty. So we've got a couple were arguing in the fruit section. A couple were arguing in the fruit section. And your cryptic clue is B. So the band starts with the letter B. The band or artist starts with the mm. letter B. Bananarama? Yeah. Oh, like, you got it. That yeah, because like banana drama. So banana rama. <laughs> there you go, Joey. You got one. Yeah, I, I hate this game. I'm so bad at this game. Right? That, was, that, was really good, that was really good, actually. That was a clever. That was a clever clue. I really like Bananarama, by the way. That's All right, here's one. All right. The New Zealander picks two blokes. The New Zealander picks two blokes, and your cryptic clue is E. Is K? No? Oh, okay. E? I could have done a better one for this particular artist, but I thought just to mess with you. <laughs> the New Zealander kicks pick, two... Pick, no, picks, right? Picks yeah, or kicks? Yeah, like he picks them. Like he, he chooses yeah. two fellas, two men, two blokes. So Kiwi, but it's E. New Zealander. New Zealanders uh, swap their vowels. So if you pick up a pen, they pick up a pin. And it's epic instead of epic. <laughs> so we're so it's starting with an I sound? <laughs> it's an I sound. I don't think you'll get this one. It's pretty hard. Okay, maybe just let's move on then. Okay, so uh, the New Zealander chooses two fellas. It's Eminem because they go Eminem. Oh my god, I was thinking of it. Yeah, I, I was, was like, too, but I'm like... No. I was like, it doesn't fit. <laughs> I couldn't make it work either. It was there and I couldn't make it work. Nope. Wait, is he... Wait, is Marshall from New Zealand? No. He's no. from Detroit. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Detroit. Cause it's the, That's it's the what way was he, throwing me off. It's the way he would say it. Eminem. Eminem. <laughs> Alrighty, your last one. The hitchhiker needs a lift. But uh, he needs needs to go in something that's bigger than a car, and the initials are VH. So the hitchhiker ben needs Halen. a ride, yeah. but he needs to yeah. go in something that's bigger than a car. Yeah, yeah Joey got it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, give us one more, just one more, just a bonus one. Just one a bonus more one. bonus one. Oh goodness. Okay. You know um, we always right. do four. I don't know what I don't know, like. What planet are you from now? No, it's been too long, man. It's been too long. All right, uh, the English fella isn't happy. Everything's just gone wrong. He's really upset about it. So D H. The English fella. Oh, he's not too happy. Everything's gone wrong. <laughs> Don Henley. 
No, think. Uh, I didn't think so. I didn't think I didn't when everything English to begin with. Everything's going like downhill. Did you just say downhill? Yeah, downhill, oh. downhill. Not no chance here. Nope. <laughs> that's what no. that's what you get when you ask for a bonus round. That I guess that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. All right, Jeff. Where can we find you on the World Wide Web? Uh, you can find me at supergeekedup.com. Uh, that's pretty all that my shows we talked about. Uh, you can find there and uh, other fun stuff and um, yeah, and, and YouTube. We're, we're pretty much super geeked up everywhere on all the socials and YouTube and everything. And if you guys are con goers, Jeff does bring Super Geek up live to conventions. I've seen it at San Diego Comic Con. I've seen it at Toronto's uh, Fan Expo. I know you've done, I think, Dragon Con this past year, if memory serves. That's the most recent one. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. We actually, that was our biggest crowd yet, actually. It was freaking packed. That was awesome. And it's a lot of fun. I've, I've actually seen two of the shows. Um, you know, they, he does the same sort of stuff he does on the show, but he does it live with uh, with local actors. The one in Toronto, he got the guys from LARPs the series for those who, who watch that show, and they were great. Um, uh, who, who did you have down in, in San Diego? I don't remember. Uh, we had uh, Chris Bramante and Dan Hutton. They were uh, – um, Chris actually is an improv guy, and Dan was in Life is Strange. Uh, she did a lot of video game work and stuff. Yep, oh, and she was in um, – I'm sorry. What the fuck? Uh, Emma Approved, I think. Emma Approved, in, yep. Yeah. Emma Approved. Dan is a former guest of ours, so we, we know it, and, I'm, and I know Chris very well. So I've um, been trying to get Chris on the show for a while, and I'm just trying to work out schedules. But uh, no, two good people. And then who'd you have at DragonCon this past year? Uh, actually, so yeah, I didn't uh, know anyone there because it was my first time there. Um, so I kind of just worked with the, the podcast track organizers who were under and uh, I got in touch with a couple uh, stand-up comedians, actually, um, who were uh, really awesome. And uh, yeah, they were super funny, actually. One of them uh, actually did this uh, song. He did a musical improv thing that we've never done before because I, I can't sing. But nice. uh, he, he kicked ass. He wound up doing the like a medley of all the different uh, theme songs of animation, like Gummy Bears and Ducktales and Chippendales, Rescue Rangers, all that stuff. Too. Nice. It's pretty. So if you guys uh, are at a convention and you see the Jeffs doing a show, go see the show. If you see him, you're one of the most approachable guys I've ever seen at a convention. Um, go up, say hi. Thank you. He loves talking about geeky passions. It is his own personal passion. So I want to thank. Jeff Burns for joining us here on this show. Until next time, guys, take care. You can find Blair on Twitter at Blair Beverage, Webisode Watch, and Whopod. His Twitch channel is twitch.tv slash Blair Beverage, where he streams Friday evenings at 9pm Eastern Standard Time. You can also find him on YouTube. Just search his name. That's him. Finally, you can catch him playing the Goblin Shaman in the web series Basic Adventuring 101, which can be found on basicadventuring101.com. You can find Joey on Twitter at joeycouture underscore, because someone already stole it, on YouTube as Joey Couture, and you can also find him on Etsy, Joey Couture Geek Chic. You can find Tyrolyn at TizThunder on Twitter, Tyrolyn Puxty on YouTube, Tyrolyn Puxty on Facebook, and I'm pretty much floating around everywhere. T-Y-R-O-L-I-N-P-U-X-T-Y. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Hey, humans. Before we get into this episode, uh, just a little heads up that some idiot is outside my door punking a fucking horn. <laughs>